0: Everybody, it's me and Kay, and Kay, and we're back for the 13th episode the day before April 13th, Friday the 13th, so um, things might get a little freaky up in her, um, but the good thing about this, you know it, you know what, we're gonna change it up a little bit, we're not gonna have an MVP this week because we talked about it and we don't really know if we are feeling anybody right now, but... Um, What's good is baseball season is back, started about two weeks ago, um, and let me tell you, I'm excited. I'm real excited.
1: Yeah, same. Um, yeah, no, I'm like, I'm excited for like a completely different reason than you because I love going to baseball games, but I don't love watching them. But I'm excited that they're back because now I have something to do with my friends. So,
0: you know, the other thing is. I've had a great experience working as one of the in-game hosts for the, the Dodgers. Um, I've gotten a few games under my belt. Uh, it's super fun. The fans are really exciting. Shout out to Los Doyers fans. Um, and you know what the funny thing is? I've been to, I've done four games. My I'm doing another one tomorrow and Sunday. And every game that I haven't been at, J-Lo has been at. Brad Pitt has been at uh Chloe Kim the snowboarder has been at and I'm just like do they do they just not want to see me? Do celebrities just they're like oh Emily's going to be the game. Let me not go. Like what in the frick? Brad Pitt of all celebrities, what? Like how do you end up at a freaking Dodgers game and I'm not there? Uh, uh, oh, it's so annoying. You're going to see people. Like you
1: you it's an L.A. Dodgers game, so a lot of celebrities live in L.A.
0: Wait, I so thought it was an I Oakland like... Dodgers game.
1: What? Good one. I mean, <laughs> like, you're starting with trash sometimes, man. I've mentioned this before. Anyway, like I said, you're based in Los Angeles, like we all know, and there's a lot of celebrities there, like we all know. So eventually you're going to meet someone or you're going to be around someone. And even when people are there, when you are there, people are there and you don't even know sometimes. That's
0: so true. Kyrie even told, told me. Yeah. yeah.
1: Exactly. So it's not even like, a, oh, I wasn't there. Maybe, like, honestly, if I was a celebrity and I heard you were there, I would try to go every other day because I'm like, don't want to meet this kid. But Stupid. one of them will be unfortunate enough to run into you
0: and okay. it'll be fun. Just a quick rundown on baseball. We're just, we'll just, I guess we can do this every week. Um, people booed our first guest ever on the show, Giancarlo Stanton. For getting a platinum sombrero, which means five strikeouts in a game, uh, he struck out five times in his first um, showing at Yankee Stadium. However, that the three of those five strikeouts came against Chris Archer, who is an All-Star pitcher for the Tampa Bay Rays, and who also happens to be cute. Anyway, that's beside the point. Um, but he's also a nice guy and he helps the community. Cool dude. Anyway, um, yeah. So they booed Giancarlo. Uh, you know, whatever. He, he's – he, give him time. People go through loops. And it's also New York, like, people are going to boo you whether you won the World Series the last year or not. Like, he, people are going to be
1: happen. aggressive.
0: <laughs> it's just New York. That's the one thing I've noticed between L.A. and New York. It's not even about the fans, but it's just, like, New York fans. Are, New York and Boston and Philly, whole other level. Like, you, you could have just won the MVP and swept the Yankees in the World Series – or uh, in the ALCS. Like, Boston fans are still going to... Like, if you get five shark outs, they're booing you. Like, doesn't matter. Um, so they booed Giancarlo uh, yesterday. The Red Sox and the Yankees got into a huge brawl. Um, they're playing the first game of their lovely, Wait, iconic the day, rivalry. Wait, did they actually fight? Yeah, the Can I just say, in baseball. That's, no, no,
1: no, no. I was about to say that. That is my favorite part of a baseball game.
0: And
1: <laughs> okay. I've never witnessed our scene. When they fight and everyone just piles on each other during the... It, it, like, literally everyone just runs and then just jumps each other, which you don't expect from baseball, but it happens often. And it's hilarious. They just all come out of the... Like, I don't know. I've, I love it's it. Called, it's I've called
0: bench it. clearing. It's a bench clearing brawl. We, um, look at these
1: terms that we're getting, guys. We're learning. I learned what a platinum sombrero is. And bench clearing, so.
0: Bench clearing brawl, yeah. When um Basically, the thing is, like, when they, they I think they imposed a fine on it now, but it used to uh, be where, no, no, no. Well, obviously, if you get into a fight, you're getting thrown out the game, no no question, but the, the dugouts, the people in the dugouts will come, but the people that are in the bullpens, like, out in the outfield, it used to be, like, if it was a bench clearing brawl, you'd see the relief pitchers running across the outfield like trying to get to the fight um, but I think now that's like what
1: i've seen cuz i remember looking online like i literally haven't seen this in person i remember my mom said that she like, it used to happen a lot at Braves games but i remember just like seeing videos of people just like coming from like all over and just like jumping in the fight and I'm like
0: what oh, the heck is this the best part is when you see the relief they put it there's a fine on it now i'm pretty sure that like if you come out the bullpen during a brawl you'll get fined so like but it used to be like Bench clearing brawl, and you see the relief pitchers like running across the outfield trying to get there, and it's the funniest thing. But anyway, uh, yeah. So the Yankees, the Red Sox got into a huge brawl yesterday. Um, Nolan Arenado, who I've mentioned on the podcast before, he is, and um, hopefully he can be a, a guest one day because I've interviewed him before. Um, but he he uh, he got into, he created a bench clearing brawl. A pitcher threw at him, threw behind him. Basically, that means like the pitcher was trying to hit him. Um, and he was, and Nolan looks at him, throws his helmet off and runs and just like starts throwing punches. And then like, it was just, it was nasty. Um, so I, I love seeing those. I'll be honest. I do. Um, the Dodgers, I'm not going to talk about us cause we, we're, we're going to come up, you know, you got to go through a slump to, to be good, but yeah, we're just, we're not, we're not
1: doing it. What's anything. it looking like? What's
0: your, uh, well right now we are four and six, I believe four and six but look we're getting we're getting out the way um we're gonna make things happen it's okay we got time yeah it's all right um the mets have their best franchise record and the best franchise record they've ever had um and i believe they have the best record in baseball right now they are 10 and 1 um so shout out to my former team um the Braves are doing pretty well too um and yeah, that's, 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 you know, your baseball wrap up. All right. I'll call. Oh, uh, and then, and I guess sports in general, uh, NBA playoffs are about to start and uh, <laughs> the Cavs are in um, and the Cavs uh, per the Kardashians and Tristan Thompson are having some problems. And I just want to say, you know, about this, 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 uh, this, whatever's going on with Chloe and Tristan and cheating and all that. I am sure. LeBron James went to, Tr- if you don't know, Tristan Thompson and LeBron James are all, they're both in the Cavaliers. Um, I'm sure LeBron, the leader of the entire freaking organization, who pretty much makes the decisions even though he's not the owner or the GM or whatever, everyone goes to LeBron. Um, he probably sat Tristan down in the locker room by himself and he said, through clenched teeth, you better not bring none of your drama into the playoffs <laughs> or else I'm going to get all of Cleveland on your ass. <laughs> like I feel
1: like everyone would be like, if he like fucked it up, everyone would be like, are you like they'd be
0: pissed. Yeah. Off yo, him. he wasn't even on the starting. He didn't. He didn't even start yesterday in his game, um, at Cleveland. And when they showed him on the jumbotron for a second, he was just sitting on the bench. They booed him. And then there were people at at uh at the game that had signs says, "We still support you, Chloe." I was like, yo, yo. If I were LeBron, if I were that team, I'd be mad. If, I'd be like. I'd be like, look, look at the track record. You saw what happened to Lamar Odom. You saw what happened to Chris uh, Humphreys. Who else did she date? You saw what like James Harden like. The, the yeah, track Kardashian he, track record with NBA players is shit. And but
1: his track record as like a person, like it was just that was just like a fucking train wreck ready to
0: happen because like I mean yeah, I mean he you did the same thing one, to his other you.
1: pregnant. Yeah, he did the same thing to his pregnant um, girlfriend
0: yeah. with People Chloe. People don't change. People don't change.
1: That's like a thing that people keep on like talking about, where like someone who like they cheated with gets cheated on, and it's like, yo, like they're gonna keep doing it. Like it's not you're not special. It's unfortunate. I don't know. Not,
0: I don't even. Like also, you deal with you got to know. I mean, I guess it's with the industry in general, but and I don't know. No, no one has spoken out. Chloe hasn't. And neither has Tristan. But like, and honestly, in the end, like. Some people are like, it's hard for me to feel bad with the Kardashians. Okay. I can see how it's like, you know, they constantly get themselves in these, like, these predicaments like this with, you know, but like, imagine being her. She just gave birth to a baby. Now, granted, she does have her whole entire family there and they can pick up the pieces. They've done it before. Um, And they continue to do it. But like, to be... In your third trimester, literally give birth yesterday and a week, and this whole week, you figure out that your your fiancé is cheating on you. Whether or not she knew it or not, like, that's just, and then for people to be weighing in and you're trying to, like, holy crap, now I'm entering this whole new chapter of my life where I'm a mother, like.
1: People are, like, dragging her.
0: Oh, my and, gosh. Like, like Like,
1: okay, like, people, like, like you said, people are like, I don't feel bad for her. Like, I saw someone literally post on, like, her. Instagram picture, they're like, you deserve it. You did the same thing. And like, honestly, when it comes to the fact that he cheated with Chloe on his pregnant wife, it's like, uh, not wife, pregnant girlfriend, it's like, okay, like, you, I guess you should have seen this come. Not you should have seen this coming. It's like, this guy has a record and like, it's a, like, I don't know. It's a whole freaking to do because she was the one he cheated with and then she got cheated on. But like, so people are like, I don't feel bad for you because of that. And like, yeah, that's true. That's facts, I guess. But, like, if you watch any part of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, I don't keep up with the Kardashians. But I know that Khloe has been trying for such a long time to have a kid. And just, like, imagine you finally are happy. Like, she, like, posted about, like, how she, like, wanted this, prayed for this, and now she finally is having a kid. You're about to give birth, and then you find out that he's cheating on you. There's videos everywhere. He's, like, kissing these two girls. And, like, while you're pregnant, about to push out a life that you have to, like care for with this person if you're together or not for at least 18 years that's just it's such it's such a horrible situation I feel awful for her I think that's like I think it's such a like complex thing that she would probably be feeling because you have this child that you love that's that's a whole new world to you but you're also it's not as happy as it could have been because someone's like really spoiled it and the world's watching you intensely and know like your dirty laundry and everything
0: yeah i mean but that's their stick that's it that's they their business is putting their like stuff that's true okay um and another person who is dealing with who has been dealing with scandals and cheating like that in the spotlight is cardi b who just released her album it's hype um Kyrie, you had some feelings on on what she was addressing and what she said in one of her songs, Be Careful, right? Right. I,
1: like, listened to her song, Be Careful, which is a bop. Her songs are all bops. Everyone listened to it. But, like, yeah, in her song, she's addressing a, so she was cheated on. It could be by Offset. It could be by someone else. But, like, I'm pretty sure it's Offset because it seemed like she stayed with the person. And it was, like, a warning, like, you cheated and if you keep on doing this, you're gonna lose me and you'll, you might be rich, but you'll be, like, you'll have nothing, and so, like, it seemed to be Offset, because everyone found out a few months ago that Offset was cheating, and she stayed with him, she publicly stayed with him, and, like, we didn't really know her mindset on it, and then she released this album, and it kind of just kind of put me in a, I don't know, I've never been cheated on, so I don't know if I can speak on this properly, but I'm always very confused by, not confused, I'm very inquisitive by, like, relationships like that where it's like in her like in her song she talks about how like him cheating on her made her look in the mirror differently at herself and wonder what was wrong and then she eventually realized that he he was the one in the wrong and I feel like that change in like relationship that change in that switch I don't know how that can be mended I feel like if you break something like trust in a relationship I find it I would find it very hard to just accept it and go back with them even with like chloe it's like do we know if she's gonna go back with tristan like they have a kid together now but he cheated and it's just like i don't know i'm not sure i it's always very it's a strange thing to me to think of that where you can be like so disrespected and hurt but then work on it and try to get over it? I don't know. Do you think that it's possible to get over it? I guess it is possible, but do you think you would be able to do that, put in that situation?
0: Um. I I, I don't know. I can't see. I, I don't know. Like, I don't. I literally couldn't tell you. Like, I can't tell you. I'm probably 50-50. Like, I might leave, <laughs> but, like, because like, right now, me right now, being on this no- Guy thing, I'd be like, uh uh-uh, uh, I got time for you. Nope, bye. <laughs> like, I would be out. I'd be out. But, uh, me, maybe if I, you know, I guess whatever people chalk up love to be and, you know, infatuation and that kind of thing, if I'm in that and I'm just too, I'm too wrapped up, then, nah uh, goodbye. Or, yeah, I would still be like, uh uh-uh, uh, goodbye. Because in the end, like, if, if, if somebody, If someone doesn't value you like if someone's like in the end it's just they're not valuing valuing you as a person exactly like you that's yeah no
1: that's the thing though or like you said that's exactly it they're not valuing you but like that's easy for us to say i don't know i like i want to say in any situation if you cheat on me i'm done i don't believe in cheating i think it's one. i think it's a very disrespectful like hurtful thing to do to someone that you love i don't think you truly can love someone fully if you can do that to them personal perspective i don't know every situation and i haven't been in it and like emily and i are like we're both young we're both single and very unattached you know so like these people uh like like chloe she just had a baby with him cardi was engaged and it's just like
0: well now she's I pregnant guess when,
1: and now she's pregnant so it's like I guess with that, that's when you're like, okay, well, we're going to, like, work this out and try to fix it. But still, like, I just don't think it – I don't think you can fix with, like, something that's that broken. I'm not sure, but people do all the time. There are people who, like, have been cheated on and then still they get over it and, like, go to, like, therapy or something. I don't know. And also, have you been, like, noticing that there's a tactic in media now where people kind of get ahead of the – like, you know, they get ahead of the tabloids where they just admit it, acknowledge it, and then move on? So that they aren't subject to like everyone's assumptions, like Beyonce did with Lemonade, Cardi did with Be Careful, and Chloe will probably do with Keeping Up with the Kardashians.
0: What What do you mean? Like, will they were they get ahead of it? What do you mean? There
1: is like scandal or whatever going on with like other people, like getting cheated on. People usually remain very tight lipped about it. You never really hear from anyone except for like outside sources okay. about the subject until like years later. But now, like Beyonce did Lemonade, where she ah. was like completely like he cheated on me who does he think he is like he, she like made us go through a whole freaking emotional range that ended in forgiveness but like you know we were up in that like oh hell no and then like cardi like got ahead of it because like everyone was talking about it for a bit and then she's like yeah this happened and he needs to be careful and then like but we're still together they kind of like get ahead of it i don't know have you noticed that
0: no yeah I, you gotta wonder also sometimes i don't know i'm just this is just me being very skeptical but like Lemonade, and you know what, Lemonade took, that was like a whole cinema, like just everything about it from the cinematography down to like the, the symbolism of things she planned, then to the song and like everything else coordinated with it, like had to have taken such a long time to bring together. And I wonder, I wonder if she, like how long did she know that he was cheating? One. Two, when did she find out? And three, Did she, was she the one that broke that to the media and then was like, all right, you know what I mean? Like,
1: I'm about to drop something on y'all. Like,
0: Like I figured out, oh, I figured out you cheated on me? All right. I need to let my feelings out. Oh, wait, 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 wait. This could be something. Oh, okay. (laughs) On the run to, okay. You know?
1: Yeah. I don't know. I think, like, I feel like everyone's very clever, like, with, like, how to, make profit now so like if you're going through if you're like that big of a star you're going through a tragedy you're like well, you know what i'm about to make bank off of this and you're gonna have to awkwardly hear this song become a bop so something that we can never do if we got cheated on so like honestly if we got cheated on it would just be like maybe a tweet um we really wouldn't have like albums and shit but like still i don't know they i don't even know what i meant with by that sentence but like mm-hmm. still they get back with them and they had something Obviously, worth getting back together for. I don't know if I could do that. That's cheating. Is really something I don't believe in. But uh, you know, all the best to their families. I guess that, like that's it. Also, if you have families, that's something that you have to think about their kids, which is something that's not even like in our head, mind. Like we don't have kids, we can't even think
0: about it. Anyway. Yeah. And now that i you got me thinking. I'm like, dang. You never know what's real and what's not. Now I'm like. What's, what was planted and what wasn't? Like, now I'm sitting here thinking, like, what's real? Like, you know, I don't know. God, I hate this. I hate that we got this. Dude,
1: everything that we receive, you can never know it's true.
0: I literally (laughs) never know. Like, you never – like, there's – I have never believed the the story of there are 13 – like, literally 13 reasons, like, 13 sides to a story more than I have, like, in the past year and a half. Like, there is always – multiple sides to a story not just two many sides and like you have to get every single one of them and then hope that they're also not lying to you and they also haven't colluded and talked about how they're gonna lie to you and get you like oh god <laughs> like it just hurts there's no print. way
1: there's literally no way for you to just be like unless you're in it there's no way for you to know the whole situation even if you hear from one side because it's so like their side of it like you just we will never know, and if it's coming through the media, we really, really will never know, because it's, like, they have a PR team that finesses exactly what you, they want you to hear, like, if something's going on, they're, we're gonna hear what they want us to hear, so, like, you will never, like, it's, I don't know, like, everything, fake news, man. Okay, so, like, obviously, like, Emily and I are very, like, mixed up on that perspective, we don't really have an answer, and so, like, if you guys have any, like, Ideas or insight on that or, like, what you feel. Please, like, let us know. Tweet us. Leave a review. Leave a review. (laughs) um,
0: Leave a review.
1: Leave a review.
0: (laughs) Please. (laughs)
1: But, um, yeah, let us know. I'm really curious of other people's perspective on this because it's such a – it's so more complex than it is. It's not not
0: black and white. It's really not. It's not
1: black and white. And I think that's because we're all human and, like, just – it's –
0: we're oh, I thought we were aliens. What? You're so good with this
1: <laughs> Dang. Burn. You've got me.
0: Sorry. Okay.
1: I, I hate your jokes like that sometimes. I'm really starting to like it now because I hate it.
0: Um, but we do have an interview coming up um, with Joseph Samuels. He is a midfielder for the Major League Soccer team. That is like the MLB or like the NBA, but it's for soccer in the U.S., um, atlanta united 2 which is there's atlanta united the major league soccer team for atlanta but they have a sort of like a b team um as you know you have the minor leagues for major league baseball and the majors um there's atlanta united too so Joseph plays as a midfielder for atlanta united Two. he's from ethiopia um, but he's been over here for some time in, in america and he talked to us about you know. Why he chose to play for the U.S. national team, youth national team, compared to uh, playing for Ethiopia. And just different things on how he gets motivated. Um, and I think it's really helpful for you know us young millennials that are listening to this, trying to figure out our careers. Because in the end, it's synonymous. Even though he's an athlete, that's a different career than most of us. He talks about getting motivated and staying confident in himself. And that's something that we... Um, I know, at least I, you know, struggle with sometimes and relate to. So, yeah, this is an interesting interview, um, an interesting take from a Major League Soccer player for Atlanta United. Take a listen. Yeah,
2: I, I came here in two thousand seven, and um, I, I moved to Atlanta, and we I live by uh, Emory. I don't know if you guys are familiar uh, mm-hmm. by Emory.
0: Did soccer, was that the reason why you came over here?
2: No, it's, it's not soccer. Uh, so I'm, I'm adopted, so when, uh, when I came here, uh, my parents adopted me and they lived in Atlanta, so that, that's the reason I
0: moved. So your brother came with you too then, right? When did you start playing soccer? So,
1: training schedule like for like soccer.
2: What do you focus on? When I, uh, what do I focus on? Um, when I like for me, the more I practice, the more confidence I have, and confidence is like very big in sports. Mm -hmm. When you're confident, you're a whole different player. So I try to, I I try to do uh, a lot of practices and. Try to get myself ready for whatever game, even if there's a game in 30 days, I want to be ready now, you know, in case maybe the game is moved up to next week. You know, uh, I always want to be ready because you never know when you're playing sports, who's watching, or what opportunity will come in your way. So I'm always ready.
0: You mentioned. Well, yeah, you you mentioned confidence, and I think of whenever you say that. Now that I'm out in L.A., I think of uh, Ibrahimovic now yeah, being yeah. for L.A. Galaxy, and he was like, "You're welcome, L.A." And I was like, "That he is the epitome of confidence."
2: Yeah, he, he has a lot of confidence, and it, it's just I, I realize like I'm I'm realizing more and more, and what what how I can gain more confidence and um what I need to do to just feel that way. And it's, 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 it's a lot. of It's so much different just having confidence and feeling good and feeling ready and going into a game.
0: So with that confidence, like, are you, you know, doing positive? I know because I took this sports psychology class and they talked about, you know, positive thoughts really help. Yeah. Like is that something that you try to do? Like you try to just you know motivate yourself through like you're going to get through this. You know you're gonna get better at you know shooting PKs, whatever it is. Like you're kind of just telling yourself positive thoughts. And have you seen that like come to fruition? Like it actually works? Yeah,
2: yeah, it really, it really does. Um, I don't know if you the the first game I, that I played. Uh, I remember my before I went to the game because uh, uh, I'm usually not a very confident person <laughs> mm. like I don't really like I don't like the attention on me or like if I don't like people talking about me even uh. if it's, I just don't like hearing it I just kind of want to move on but at the same um, I realized before the first game my friend called me and he was like I can see you scoring <laughs> two or three goals and, and, and I, I just I started to kind of laughing. You know, I was like, I don't know how the game is gonna be. And he was like, I'm. He was like, I'm serious. You're gonna score. Just just be ready. Uh, you're gonna score. And I was I was like, you know what? You're right. This this is gonna be my game, and I'm I'm gonna score it. And I just stuck to that, and I just had that in my mind. And during the day, I was I felt. I didn't feel nervous when I even went to the game. I didn't feel nervous, and I was confident. Mm-hmm. And, and I got the gold, and I, I played very well. And I think after that day, I'm like, this how it should be all the time.
0: Right. It's such, a, it's such a journey to come to that point and realize that that's what, you know, like the negative thoughts, you think that's going to push you forward, but it's actually the positive ones that are going to help you out. That's awesome that that, that actually happened. Yeah, it is, and it's like for an athlete, it's so it's a it's a weird situation because you you can't dwell on like anything or even negative or positive
2: things because if, if you play bad today, you can play tomorrow and change the whole perspective on you, you know. And, right. if, you, it, and if you play great last week, and if you play horrible this week, it just the only thing that matters is the next game, you know, you just gotta kind of, uh, enjoy it, if you do well, enjoy it, and move on, if it's bad, okay, and move on, just,
0: right, right.
1: Like, I know that whenever I get in those headspace, I always, like, use music or anything to kind of get me in that, get me going, and get me in that headspace, like, we're gonna win, we're gonna do well, or, like, this gaming ticket. What's your go-to song to kind of get you in that headspace? It's,
2: I mean, uh, it kind of changes. Uh, it kind of changes because when I like a song, I play it till I'm, I almost hate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, recently, I've been listening to a lot. Like since I'm in Atlanta again, and I've been started listening to like outcast or like old ti songs because mm-hmm. my brother was telling me like why don't they play atlanta music why are they playing drake at an atlanta game right you need to talk to them to change it and like before the game um last few games i would listened to like old school um atlanta or like or something like something
0: So you talked about how Atlanta, obviously, the, Atlanta United is really new. And compared to a city like Los Angeles that's about to get, uh, or LAFC that just uh, started its inaugural season, you know, it's more it's seen as more of a international city. Why do you think, and Atlanta, since Atlanta United has started, has had this strong fan base, why do you think Atlanta United has such a strong fan base in a city that's kind of random for the MLS to be? Yeah
2: caught everybody up, like, on surprise, and the thing is, is they did everything on, on the right time, because, remember, if you, if you remember, too, when Falcons lost, how much, how much support they had, and how everybody was so happy to be a part of that journey, even though it ended, you know, it didn't end great, Mm -hmm. um, and then the Atlanta United came with with the same colors, and I think like the jerseys, the jersey colors are very important because Atlanta is like red and black. Right. It, a lot of places you see it's red and black. All our sports are like red and black. People love wearing the jerseys, even if they don't know soccer, because it just goes with the with the Atlanta, with the city. Yeah. Um, And they also wanted, also Braves left Atlanta. Um, Right. uh, Baseball players, (laughs) like baseball fans, want to see something
0: exciting. Yeah. And I remember at the game the other day, this guy stopped me. Uh, He was like,
2: "I don't know anything about soccer, but I love the atmosphere, and I come here every and half the season." i
0: best. But... <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, yeah, compared to baseball, soccer definitely has a different, um, like, crowd, different, you know, obviously there's a name. You guys have your own names, like the supporters. Um, and I think, yeah, you're right. You know, after the Falcons lost, the Braves were never really that good, and they moved out of Atlanta. Atlanta, people were like, we need something else to grab onto. And yeah. uh, Atlanta United came at the perfect time.
1: The even been gone, but, like, I've been walking around Atlanta, and I see Atlanta United, like, flags everywhere. It was yeah. even Atlanta, the show, for a second.
2: Yeah. Um, also, like, in Atlanta, we have so many different, like, people. people and, uh, dude, like, there's so many humans. There's so many, like, Mexicans and all. It's so, like, diverse. And, like, if you go to the game, you'll see a lot of, like, Mexicans, Ethiopians, because they all love soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, people from like other countries don't really, don't really like football or baseball that much.
0: Yeah. And, but
2: like for soccer, soccer is like the most popular sport in
0: the world. So. Right.
2: And at some point, all those people played it or watched it. Mm-hmm. So. It, just seeing all different type of cultures and different people
0: at the game. It is a beautiful game because, like, obviously off the the pitch, you see, yeah, you see, and then sports in general, but soccer really, because it's so many different cultures coming together all at once for this one purpose. Um, Now, we did see that you are a Messi fan. Um, Unfortunately, I've always liked Real Madrid, so Ronaldo is my guy. (laughs) Um, okay. <laughs> what is your reasoning for liking Messi over Ronaldo? Uh, I I
2: don't I like Messi, but it's not like something I will watch and try to like imitate or this is this is not my idol. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of weird. I don't really idolize like soccer players mm-hmm. for some no reason, um, but. My thing about Messi, and, uh, a lot of soccer players say the same thing. It's like, it's not somebody you look up to and want to do the same thing that he does because the things he does sometimes are impossible. <laughs>
0: the,
2: way, the way, like, imagine you were sprinting with the ball. Like, imagine you're sprinting. And right it's it's i can't tell you how how hard that is to go full pace with the ball on your feet and and he doesn't seem to lose it ever and it's just it's just crazy and you can't if it, it, you just have that naturally or you don't
0: right yeah you're right it's like about talent i assume i mean a lot of it Is about hard work too, but like, and especially when he has his footwork, the footwork, him and Ronaldo both do it, but Ronaldo kind of stops, like, Messi can do it, like, he can sprint and he'll do his little footwork and then keep going, and you're just like, what is going on? That's the thing, like, it's hard to defend that because if he stops and goes, like, with a full pace, he's going with a full pace, and he hesitates. And goes, yeah. This gets lost because they can't. Their footwork is not that good. Mm-hmm. They're not thinking about like, oh, he's gonna stop. They, know, they don't know when he's gonna stop and go. So usually soccer players, when they stop, the defender has a little bit more time, yeah, to like collect himself. And when they go, he goes.
2: But what Messi does it, it's just the whole thing is so fast. It just. It's so hard for players to keep up, and but I I, I also really like uh, Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. But even though I think Messi is better, but <laughs> like, I I love I love his dedication to the game and. He still yeah. Looks like a 25-year-old yeah. and, like runs like it and very fit and I want to be as fit as possible, you
0: know. You know, and you you talked about obviously doing that is you have to stay focused yeah. all the time and you know, when you have to be on 10 all the time and you know, always motivated, what do you yeah. turn to to like stay I mean, I know you talked about positive thoughts, you know, you have songs that you listen to also, but is there anything that you turn to to kind of look at and listen to, whatever it is, to stay motivated and stay focused? If, for
2: me, the motivation is like coming to practice every day. It is you know, like, you want to be the best. If, if you, you don't need other motivation besides being the best yeah. every day and week in, week out. Um, because in, in our team, And every other team, when you play in a big team, or even professionally, the coaches don't care what you did last week. You know, it's Mm -hmm. great we won, but we gotta move on next the next day. And if I if I'm not mentally prepared and physically prepared for practice tomorrow, the coaches would let me have it, and I wouldn't feel good being the worst.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, I always
2: like. You always just gotta strive to be the best in every session and every every game. So that's the motivation. Because I I don't know if I'm gonna be the, the best tomorrow. You know, I practice or the best the next game. Mm-hmm. I just I have to work for that. I can't just take a whole week off. Uh, even if Ronaldo even can't do that, he can't just take a whole week off and come in whatever he wants that's why he works every single day yeah and if it was just that easy like they wouldn't ever show up to practice but they all, always show up practice and they're the best players there that's why they perform really good
0: right yeah. now as far as taking a break that's kind of what US soccer has to do or is, is trying not to do because they're not in the World Cup um you know The fact that they didn't make it, um, the national team, do you think that's going to hurt, obviously, the general popularity of soccer in the U.S. and, you know, youth getting into it in the future, in the next eight years? I don't don't think it's hurting them.
2: Uh, Like, it's not like a step back, but it's not like a step forward, you know? Yeah.
0: That that it could have been. I remember in 2014,
2: like when you went to like um, like any bars and stuff, there were
0: supporting, there were mm-hmm. so many supporters that didn't know anything about soccer, right? Wanted to support us, and it was there's so many fans, and, and since 2014, the soccer has grown a lot more, and if we had if this year we, if we were playing in a World Cup. There would be a lot more people showing up to the right, streets, even in like the, the bars
2: and just supporting us. And that would like you know that would push like uh, the popularity in the in soccer just higher and higher. Um, but again, it's like every every year soccer here is growing mm-hmm. so fast and. Uh, Players, even young players, are are being coached really well. Like we didn't have that. Um, ten, ten years ago, we didn't have great coaches. Now, to be a coach, like uh, it takes a lot of a lot of like um, you have to take a lot of classes, a lot of lessons, and learn a lot of things before you actually can coach. Before, if you were a professional player, you can be a coach. But there's a lot of professional soccer players who can't coach, you know. They don't know how to deal with, um, with young players or not, with a lot of things. But now, you have to be, like, certified to be a coach. And that's what we need in this country. Because other countries, the coaches, all the coaches they have are very good. That's why mm-hmm. they teach all the right things to the, to the young kids. Like... Me having like the coach I have now, if I had this coach when I was you know, twelve, it would it would change um, my my soccer life a lot because right. obviously this coach is so much experienced than the coaches that I had in the past, and that's just that's how we're gonna start growing and developing more players.
0: That's good that they're uh, putting more time and effort into cultivating like actual quality coaches out there. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Like,
2: uh, I also like. I also, I want to be a coach. But like, if this was ten year and I'm playing professional soccer. And if I just quit play, playing professional soccer, and if I wanted to coach, I could be a coach. But now, if I quit playing soccer, and if I wanted to be a coach, I have to take so many classes yeah like learn a lot more and i think like that's that's good that's good for the for the soccer and for developing those kids because obviously i'm not i'm not ready uh, i'm not ready to be a coach and teach all these kids what they need you know right
1: what do you think is a fundamental quality of being a like proper
2: coach. Like. What is the fundamental quality? You said? Yes. I think it's like my thing is in the past coaches have been like, okay, let's put the best athlete like on the field and they're going to just win us games. If we lose games, okay. But they don't focus on the technical aspect like or the longer the long term they're always like okay if we win it's great like that's what we're gonna do if if we win that's all that's all we need to get out of them it's not if they don't know how to pass this that's not correct uh... so, there's players who just push their way through if i'm the biggest kid when i'm 13 and I can score goals, but I still don't know how to pass the ball, there's a, a problem. Because when I become a, soccer, uh, a professional or when I become, like, 18, 19, and, like, I can't pass. And there's players that are as fast as me, as strong as me. And I, I just get lost. In the, but in Europe, the way they, they um, teach Soccer players, like, tech, technique first. Mm-hmm. Everything they do, like, they learn how to pass when they're eight years old, the proper way. And after that, if they have the other qualities of uh, being fast or strong, that's great. Then now you can pass the ball. Uh, you can control the ball properly and you're fast. That's very dangerous, you know.
0: That makes sense. And, and you talked about abroad, they do certain things differently. And I'm curious to know, because you played for the U20 team, the US national U20 team, would you, did you have the choice to play for the Ethiopian national team? Or was that kind of something that was already on the in the books for you?
2: Try to play for the national team someday. That's what that's what a lot of Ethiopians that I know say. But mm-hmm. I I still don't have uh um, I don't think I have uh, my passport for Ethiopia because I think in Ethiopia I don't think you can have two dual citizenship. Um, oh okay. So and I have American passport. So in order to play in Ethiopia, I would a to get a passport there, and I don't know how that process is going to work, but and I also want to play for the United States, for the youth, as, as long as um, possible, and in the future, if, if if it becomes where I have to choose, I'm not sure what to choose, mm-hmm. but it'll be it'll be interesting, because... It's kind of like it's in a weird situation to be because I am Ethiopian and uh, I speak my language and I do a lot of things that are like uh, Ethiopian, you know? And I also, I'm also American. Right. I've lived here half of my life and um, it's kind of like I'm half and half. I don't know how which way I would go. Yeah, but when the time comes, I'll
0: figure it out, I think. I hope that you can, you know, get to the, we know you can get to the level of, you know, being, having the fortune to choose between one national team and the other. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I think that, go ahead.
2: I, I say I hope so. I hope I'll be able to.
0: Positive thoughts. Positive thoughts. We got that for you too. Um, I think that's all the questions I have, Kyrie. You have anything else? Um,
1: no, I think they asked all the questions. I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah. Right, thank cool. you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you very much. Um if I'm ever back in Atlanta in the next in the you know, during all season, I'll definitely make sure to come out to a game. Yeah, so it'll be will be great having you guys. Yeah. All right. Well, have a good day and thank you so much again. Thank you very much. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Um, so, what wasn't included in that, and in, our, in our intro, neither in our intro, was um, in our intro either, Jesus English, um, was how did Yosef get on the podcast? Hmm.
1: No, Oh my God, Emily. Well, wow. uh, Emily is trash, right? Well. Now, guys.
0: Anyway, well, there's an app called inter- Bumble Bumble that, a great- that oh, oh I, you know what's lucky about this? Because I'm recording. The thing picks up my voice over yours. So you can keep, keep trying to talk over me. They Are they connected through Bumble. Me? They connected through, what do you mean? Come on, Kyra, this is gold. Bumble, it's how it happens. You can get interviews through Bumble. If you ever want them, you know, Bumble. There you go. Kyra, tailgate guest, go. <laughs> we'll see what happens Uh
1: Nothing will happen. Okay, so, guys, um, I'm going to jump off a cliff right now because I didn't know who was to freaking <laughs> do that to me. Cool. Friends forever, right? I'm going to – I joked about it on Twitter, on Instagram, but I'm literally going to bite Emily at some point. <laughs> um, anyway, guys, it's Tell the me. best time. It's Emily's favorite time because it's my tailgate. It's my tailgate invitee. tea? Yay. The ball, the ball out tailgate with e and K. Someone make us a jingle. Anyway, mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> anyway, um, I literally like most of my times I invite someone to the tailgate. Didn't really have an idea who I was going to invite until like
0: this. Can you very get moment. to it? Good lord! <laughs> what is she giving a whole preface? My like, God, don't. I am
1: quitting. Anyway,
0: <laughs> she's like most first, of the time. I I don't really know who I'm. It's just like just say.
1: Who it is. I'm sorry. I don't come with a six person lineup like ready for. Okay, anyway, the person I am inviting to the tailgate is KJ Appa.
0: Oh, the lovely. Reason- oh, Kyra, you're ridiculous. <laughs>
1: He's the only person that's on my mind right now. Like that sounds a little stalkerish. You want to know why he's
0: on? No, you you know what? You're the opposite. You're. the... Okay, you're not allowed. I. You know what? You know what? As the person, I'm the bouncer. I revoke his his invitation. He he can't be here.
1: Oh, we get to do that then, because the rest of like (laughs) twenty BTS people are gonna have to sit fucking out of the tailgate. Okay. Okay. Nope. KJ Appa is invited to my tail as my tailgate invitee. Cause he's a cool dude. He's cool. Um, I love Riverdale. He seems really funny, and he's like from New Zealand. His dad's a, a chief, a Samoan chiefs. So, yeah, and so I think that he has like a lot to offer.
0: He's and a he's Samoan an cheese. What? Chief. Uh-oh. Did it sound like
1: cheese? Chief. Uh,
0: you just like cheap? Like it just didn't I, sound like a word. I
1: can. I can like yeah I, I don't know guys i'm stuttering i don't know what's <laughs> happening to me i'm dying slowly you're just hearing it on this podcast uh, <laughs> anyway he's a cool dude and the reason he's invited is purely because he's in atlanta right now shooting the hate you give uh, reshooting because keen Lolly played his character and then he ended up being racist either way he's shooting the hate you give which is a great book you guys should all read it i really suggest it um and so I've seen him in locations in Atlanta, and I just want to find him and be such a creep. But then also I want to be normal and not be a freaking stalker. So it's a very conflicting feeling for me. But either way, the way I would hang out with him, I guess, is... Okay. So either way, I guess, since I probably won't be hanging out with him in Atlanta, I will be hanging out with him at my tailgate because he is invited, and he can bring... I don't know. Freaking ribs. I don't think anyone is... Ribs. We can bring ribs. <laughs> he can bring the ribs. I don't think he's vegan, so I think that works.
0: Anyway. Or he, should, he should bring guacamole from Bar Taco where all those girls were stalking him.
1: Uh, yeah, he can bring <laughs> guacamole from Bar Taco because it's delicious. He was on, like, Amanda Sternberg. Is that how you pronounce your last name? Amanda
0: Lastenberg. Amanda Lastenberg or something.
1: It's... It's... Okay. I pronounce that awfully. Something. He pretty, was on... I don't know. It's a really beautiful name. I just don't know how to pronounce it right now. But um, he was on her Snapchat, and they were like at Bartaco just chilling. And then you see her Snapchat, and he's like surrounded by fans, and like they're like, "Let's go outside." And he's been really cool about it, which is right. Really nice. He went outside.
0: I wouldn't have let y'all. Do y'all want a picture? Okay, you're gonna have to stand next to me. <laughs> getting up in the middle of my lunch to go take a picture with you outside and then create more fanfare. Uh uh-uh. uh No. Wait, they really... That was so obnoxious. Why would you ever ask somebody to get up? That is so obnoxious. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. I feel
1: like the lighting's better outside. Can we go? Yeah.
0: And he he just went.
1: He seemed really nice. He, like, put his arm around them. He's like, okay, let's go. But, like, honestly, I feel like we should leave them alone and let them eat their food. If you want a picture, maybe, like, after when they're leaving. But, uh, yeah. So he can bring the bar taco guacamole, which is delicious. And, yeah, that is our tailgate invitee. I don't know who is all invited. We've added a lot of people, 13 guests, I guess. Anyway, I guess, I don't know, Emily, you wrap it up. I'm really, I don't know what's going on in my head right
0: now. Uh, Maybe, uh, maybe you should do a Twitter vote. Uh, Should Kyra get off the ball with Ian K? Yes or no? I (laughs) expect 100% yes because clearly Kyra doesn't know how to talk today.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. What is with Emily coming at me this whole freaking podcast? She started
0: it beforehand. She was like, what's your attitude? I was like, what? What do you mean? with you Anyway,
1: an attitude. Like I feel like Emily doesn't notice. This is just therapy now. This is like you guys just get to hear us fighting. <laughs> I feel like Emily doesn't know when she's coming out dry as hell and giving attitude. And everyone in our friend group would agree. No, with
0: me. listen to me. You listen notice. to me. Let me tell you this. I know when I'm giving off attitude.
1: Okay, so you must have known that you were giving off attitude. Yes, of earlier course today. I
0: knew. I just don't. I play. I like to play dumb. I don't know why I like to play dumb, but I do. I. For some reason, it's, I'm just inclined to play stupid. So I know I'm oh giving off attitude. She just
1: confessed to what I was saying. And like, you would think me, me hearing her confess that she was being like that earlier would make it feel better. That just made me so much more annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're the fucking worst. Anyway.
0: Wait, yeah. I don't know. I just like to play dumb sometimes. Um, and make people anyway. feel crazy. <laughs>
1: yeah. You do a great job. You succeeded great
0: job oh my god uh, well well
1: anyway this is in the 13th and last episode of the ball out 13th uh, is an unlucky
0: number let's, do, let's call it quits what? Kyra and I will probably get into a big fight and probably, you know what we should just stop just end it
1: like in our fight so I was like well maybe we should just quit it whatever
0: okay be like cool. fine cool and then you guys wouldn't get to no, hear this sh- shit every day um okay well, thank you very much for listening to the follows, Um, I'm Amelia. I'm Kyra. And thank you for listening. Subscribe and and rate and review, please. Everybody
2: get your motherfucking roll on. I don't show and she doesn't want to no slow song. Had a man last year, life goes on. Haven't let the thing lose, girl, it's so long. You've been inside, know you like to lay low. I've been people, what you bring it to the table.